On this edition of the Table of Content, we are joined by Matthew Watechko, a volunteer to We Are One Body Audio Theater. We'll talk with him about some of his contributions and what he hopes to do down the road. Stay tuned. That's coming up next right here on the Table of Content. Thanks so much for tuning in to this edition of the Table of Content. I am your host, Albert Sines, and we have the pleasure of being joined today by Matthew Watechko. Matthew, thanks so much for being with us. Sure thing. Well, thanks for asking me to come on. <laughs> so, uh, Matthew, as always, I like to give the audience an opportunity to learn a little bit more about our guest. So if you could give a sort of brief synopsis of who you are, what you do, and how you even came to audio theater, I'd love to hear from you. Sure, sure. Well, uh, I went to school at St. Vincent College uh, in Latrobe, so I am pretty uh, was nearby to the audio theater. Um, my brother works at the audio theater, so I have a connection there. And so, you know, because of that, you know, I sort of am aware of what's going on there and, like, when you guys, um, you know, uh, I, that's sort of how I got into doing some volunteering. Uh, for the audio theater. And so, yeah, so a couple instances, you know, I know there were, a voice was needed and I uh, auditioned. And uh, yeah, that's how I got involved. But yeah, so I went to college in uh, St. Vincent in Latrobe. I said computer science. I minored in psychology. Um, I'm interested in video game development. And uh, yeah, and, and I enjoy acting. And that's, I do a lot of, uh, I mean, I have done a lot of uh, stage acting, like in high school and in, and in college, done many shows. So I, I've, I have experience acting. So, you know, being a voice actor, it was something I was comfortable with, was something I was open to doing with the, with the audio theater and you know, sort of happy to, you know, help out and be a part of stuff. So it's an interesting combination. You said you minored in psychology, right? Yeah. So, mm-hmm. so so you have you have computer science, you have yeah. psychology, you're interested in video games and you've done a lot of acting. I, I wouldn't say mm-hmm. that sounds like the normal combination for most people. More normally there's uh no. sometimes a a similar path along all the facets that they're interested in, but that's quite a good spread uh is uh yeah. so you so you have a genuine interest in all of those topics. Yeah, I mean, when I came in, I mean, I, that, that's it. Yeah, I'm interested in a lot of things. When I came into college, you know, it's hard to sort of pick what you want to do. Sure, um, sure. In high school, I was interested in, um, well, like the first few years of high school, you know, I, I liked English and I was, you know, pretty good at, you know, you know, pretty decent at English. And, um, you know, I was taking some you know, advanced English classes and that sort of thing. I also took a programming class and I enjoyed that. And that was sort of, you know, mainly like the second half of my high school, my high schooling. And, um, you know, and, and I liked the sort of, you know, the logical aspect that, that sort of is in both English when it comes to writing, but also um, like with computers, with, with, with programming. So I, I opted to um, major in computer science when I went into high uh, college. I, so I was decided um, technically speaking, I, I, my major was decided, but I was pretty undecided with what I wanted to do and if I made the right choice and stuff. So, so after a while, I decided to, I did some stuff with the newspaper because I, I still liked writing and that, that's how I got into that. But I ended up really enjoying that as I kept going. 
but that's why it sort of first spurred me to do that. And so I was trying to think, okay, you know, I'm interested in all these things, sort of what's, I didn't want to do another major because I didn't think I could take on that, the amount of work that comes on with a second major. So I opted for a second, for a minor. I was trying to think what would sort of, you know, like, you know, we said, you know, with the breadth, you know, it's sort of, it'd be an area that I'm not really getting right now. And so I sort of went with uh, a minor in psychology. And that sort of goes with, you know, sort of what I want to do with computer science, because, you know, I am interested in making things that are, you know, more artistic. And so that's sort of a natural fit for video games. And that's also sort of why I minored in psychology, because, you know, I want to, you know, study that human element. So, yeah, that, that's sort of how that all worked together. Yeah, and I'm hoping I can sort of put this all to good use. I sort of have faith that I will, you know, just keep pursuing the things I'm interested in. And, um, and yeah, and we'll sort of see what happens. But you sort of, as long as you sort of are doing well with where you are now, I sort of like have faith that, okay, that means maybe that means in a year or two, you'll be in a good spot as well. Sure. Sure. So. Yeah. Well, more, more power to you. Uh, it sounds like you've mm-hmm. got a good path and you said you've got the faith so. that you're going to bring it all together. And, uh, <laughs> really, on the, really as a side note on the computer science, I, uh, I uh, applaud uh, people like yourself that it just sort of clicks. I attempted computer science in college, and it was uh, it was a complete bomb for me. So I switched to communications, and suddenly I was mm. in my element. So uh, kudos to you for being able to cool. look at a screen full of uh, booleans, if statements, what ifs. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I do enjoy the... that. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, good, 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 good that there's people like you out there. <laughs> um, all right. So let's bring it to audio theater. And you said you uh, were sort of naturally attached to it because of your brother's work with audio theater. Mm-hmm. And you had an opportunity to audition. And I believe you were first involved with Imaginary Twin. Is that correct? Yeah, I think that's correct. Yep. So uh, for our listeners, if you haven't listened to Imaginary Twin, uh, make sure you head over to our website or our YouTube channel uh, and take a listen to it. It's one of our... Um, it was one of our... Uh, it was originally one of our solo stories, and then we made it into a bigger production for our Zero Hour mm-hmm. uh, podcast. So uh, look, look look up Zero Hour. Take a listen to it. It really is a, a fun, interesting, sort of uh, out there sort of story. Uh, but why don't you go ahead and tell the listeners about your involvement in Imaginary Twin? Well, um, so uh, my character... Um... I was like one of the main characters, like brother. So I, I was more of a side character. Um, but we went up. Um, it, it was filmed on location, so to speak, which is pretty cool. We filmed in a school to sort of get the right sound and to sort of um, block it like you would a little bit like a uh, like a, a film or something like that to sort of get some more like authentic sound, I suppose. So, you know, so that was, that was pretty neat. Yeah, it was pretty cool to be part of a um, like a set like that because um, it's like I said, sort of like it was sort of like being on a film set, but it's totally different because um, you know there's no camera, so it doesn't matter what you look like; it just matters what you sound like. So you're really focusing on like if you're doing footsteps, what your footsteps are sounding like, you know that your emotions, you know, being heard through your voice because it doesn't matter so much what your face is, or only it only matters so much as getting your voice to sound right. Sometimes your face can help, you know, your voice. Right, right, so. right. Well, I remember uh, before you all started that main recording, 
I was out there with the staff kind of trying to help set up for just the audio portion, trying to figure out, you know, what would work. We were kind of working through some uh, testing beforehand. And I just remember feeling like this is going to be really cool, like Mm -hmm. because normally we are recording the majority of our productions in a studio environment. So we have, Mm -hmm. you know, we have all these computers, we have all these microphones, we have, uh, you know, sound treated walls. And, you know, and and that all makes sense. Okay, you record in a studio, but then to actually go out and I appreciate what you said. It's kind of like uh, like being on a film set without the Mm -hmm. without the movie camera. Uh, So, yeah. And uh, it was very gracious of the school to let us record there. And I really think that it did help add a certain sense of realism to the final product. Uh, you know, it's a fiction story, but still, mm-hmm. you like to sort of feel like like you're there. I don't know if you kind of sensed, like, even though you were acting, as we say, mm-hmm. if you felt like, yeah, this kind of feels like I'm really a, a student at, at a school. Yeah, I, I might say so. Yeah, um, it's sort of like it's it. it I think probably definitely a different feel than like doing it in a studio, like you said. Even just because I don't know, it feels a little bit more maybe I even said like important. I don't know. Like it feels like a little more urgent. Like we have to really uh, do our best with this because like we're on set and like, sure. Yep. You can't just keep doing it because you have to leave the set eventually, you know? Um, and like we're, we expect to get so much done this day. And like, you know, you have certain days where you can be in the set and it, it's more work being in a set than um, just like a studio, I suppose. So it's kind of like, you know, being on a film set where it's like, you feel really, not to say pressure, but you feel like you know that sort of importance on it. Yep, I understand. Where it feels, yeah, a little more, a little more grand. Like, okay, this is we're really like filming this, almost like it's a like a big, like a big movie or something like that. Well, I I think that's just that's good to know. I mean, we, I'm glad that you felt that way, and I think it's good for us to know at Audio Theater that you know we can create a production that we're working on that gives the volunteers that sense of you know grandness or importantness. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, of course. No, I've done some stuff in. Um, I've I've been in the um, studio before, and that's and that's a good experience too. And that has its advantages, you know. Um, in some ways, just because it's a little bit the opposite, right? it's a little bit more free. You don't need to worry about um, where you're standing and that sort of thing. It's probably a little bit easier to look at your words there because you know it's it's you know specially designed for this sort of thing. Sure. You know. Um, you probably have a little bit more control over the elements a little bit because it's in your own domain. Like I know when we were filming at that school, it was, it was pretty warm. <laughs> so oh, I remember that. I remember it was, yeah. it was very warm. Yeah. That, that's another thing that probably added to that sense of urgency. Just, okay. As soon as we can get this, that's good. So yeah. The, 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 the sooner we can get to, yeah. So, uh, something cool Outside. to drink and some cool air. Yeah. But yeah, so yeah, definitely it's a good experience film uh, recording in the studio as well. Um, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Was it, uh, now, that was not you by yourself. Obviously, you had mm-hmm. the audio theater staff, but you had some other cast members there. You had the uh, the young lady who was supposed to be your sister. Then you mm-hmm. had the other friends that were sort of the, I don't want to give too much away for anyone who hasn't heard, <laughs> but you have the other girls and uh, the other students who are kind of the instigators of the, mm-hmm. of the plot. Uh, we'll say, mm-hmm. uh, was it, was it nice to sort of work in that sort of team environment and to work with your cast members in that production? 
Yeah, I'd, I'd say so. Yeah, they were, um, they all did, uh, very well. Um, I'm pretty sure I was the oldest one, I think, there. I think they're all younger than me. Oh. So I was, <laughs> I thought they did a good job. Um, for, I, but they seemed, um, you know, very experienced and very, like, professional. So that was really cool to see. Um, you know, they seem like people, like, even though they're, you know, younger, they seem like people who were, you know, doing this more than I have. You know, you know, doing uh, maybe performance, maybe as much or more than me. You know, despite the fact that I might have been older and you know, I do a lot of performance. Um, sure. So, so yeah, um, so yeah. So that's always good whenever you we uh, whenever you're acting with people who um, are really good, and you know that helps you be good because you know they're sort of requiring you to be good because well, you need to you know, you need to try to be just as good. They, they necessitate you to sort of be up to that uh, level, uh, that standard as well. So, and that, yeah, that's always good to, you know, to feel like you're, uh, yeah, with people who um, you know, know what they're doing. And I should say, yeah, with the, with the staff, the, or I should say the, the crew there. Yeah. I mean that, I thought that, uh, that went well, you know, somebody, you know, we have somebody holding the, the mic and all that. And, um, and yeah, you feel you sort of, um, yeah, it was just a good experience uh, working with everybody. Yeah. <laughs> so let's, uh, before we run out of time, let's move up to one of sure, your other yeah. productions. And it's actually something that we are right. really excited about. And we're working on, uh, kind of working through the final stages here. We're working mm-hmm. on a uh, series called Misspelled, which is sort of uh, what I dubbed a story where fantasy gets turned upside down. And you have a role in this upcoming production. Uh, so can you give mm-hmm. us a little synopsis of your role in this uh, fantasy series coming up here soon? Sure, sure. So um, not to give anything too much away, but anyway, I'm uh, I'm a dog. And you might say, oh, that that's weird. How can you be a dog? Aren't you supposed to be acting? Dogs don't act. <laughs> right. Well, I'm a sure. talking dog. Ah, I'm there it is. Dog, there it so. is. So. No, I don't think that gives anything away. Um, I at least I hope not. But, no, no, um, I, I don't. I don't think so. I, I think it's standard <laughs> fair to say animals talk in a lot of uh, a lot oh, of yeah, uh, stories and yeah. a lot of productions. So yeah, so I'm just a I'm a little dog, and uh, yeah, and I I do a little dog voice. I do some do some roughs, you know, rough, you know. That was is that good, is that, is that your best rough? Is that your best rough? <sighs> well, it's more like <sighs> kind of like that. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to spoil it too much. Yeah, like, oh, sure. If I, they need sure. a reason to to tune in. If I if I give all the woofs now. Well, yeah. I mean, know. okay, listeners. Like, if you want to hear the best of the best woofs and roughs, be sure that when the series comes out down the road, that you tune in to hear Matthew's roughs and woofs. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know I could. I could do. I could. I could woof. Um, but. Yeah, I, we sort of worked on it. I think this was sort of in the auditions. Um, we sort of got that voice, I suppose, and we sort of worked on different things. Um, and then eventually, yeah, we sort of got sort of the right sound for this dog. Um, and and, and like, particularly like doing like these, you know, roughs and stuff. It's more roughs than than woofs, I'd say. So it sounds um, like it's kind of rough to rough when you're uh, trying to get it right. It, it it it's it's pretty rough. Yeah, let me tell you. Honestly, it is because it's a little uh with the with my voice sometimes it can be a little hard. Honestly, so yeah, it is it is it is rough and rough. <laughs> um, yeah, honestly. 
So, but yeah, uh, so it, it's fun. And um, yeah, and you sort of need to figure out kind of how this character um, should sound because it dogs don't actually talk. So you think, okay, well, how should this character talk? So we sort of got like a high-pitched voice. You know, my voice is already a little bit high, so we kind of did something with that. And um, yeah, to sort of imagine like sort of with this dog, you know, if this little dog here talks, and you know, what should that sound like? And you incorporate like some other dog sounds like some sniffing. And, you know, make some licking sometimes. And yeah, of course, you know, the roughs. So yeah, it's, uh, it was pretty neat. I didn't know I could, you know, really uh, do stuff like that with my voice until, you know, we tried it. Because why would I? <laughs> why would any why would normal person that? just walk around and randomly woof and rough? Yeah. <laughs> so here, here's a question. So I'm curious, were any of your scenes under the direction of your brother? Yeah, um... Well, pretty much all the all the stuff I did in the studio, um, you know, both John and Gretelin were there. The stuff I've been doing since then, this, you know, within the past year, particularly the last uh, month or so, yeah, has uh, been with John. And and John's, um, I've worked with John before, of course. Um, like outside of the audio theater, you know, he's directed me. Sure. Um, you know, when we when we do film projects together, you know, he's typically you know the director. Um, with in our with the three of us, um, when us three brothers uh, do film projects, and sometimes with my experience in theater, like in high school or in college, um, you know John would be directing. So so I, I've I've had experience. So I I know what to expect. It wasn't anything uh, shocking when I got to work with him or anything like that. Well, um, you know I want to I want to interject there because yeah. you know you, you hear sometimes people say you know don't work with family. You know, the last thing you want to do is work with family, but it sounds to me like you've kind of, you've got a good setup there with your brothers, with, with John and your other brother, uh, uh, Peter, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, it just, you know, I just wanted to sort of emphasize that it's, you know, I don't want to say that it's perfect all the time, but it's, it's gotta be nice to sort of have a family, you know, to have your siblings, have your brothers, you know, be interested in something together and you can sort of share in that experience because I think a lot of times, and it would be perfectly understandable to just have siblings who are like, mm -hmm. well, I'm interested in this. I want to do this. I want to do this. And, you know, they all go mm -hmm. off on their own paths, but to be able to sort of have, you know, creative interests amongst the three of you and then to be able to work together to help create something, that just sounds, at least uh -huh. to me, it sounds like, like a nice opportunity. Well, I, I said I work with him. I never said I liked working with him. Ah, no, I'm kidding. Is. I'm kidding. There it is. No, but um, but yeah, no, you're right. It is. It is nice um that we sort of have like similar interests and stuff like that. So um, yeah, it does does make it good to work together. Yeah, that's not necessarily. You, I might feel like that's the case always because that's the case with me. But no, I I mean, yeah, not necessarily. You might have even if your siblings, you know, a lot of siblings have very different interests and are very different people. Um, so yeah, that is nice. We sort of mesh together. We can, uh, work well together. And like you said, of course it is difficult. And, um, and I can only imagine as you, as you go through life and you try to do things more, um, ambitious that it gets harder and harder. Um, but at the same time, yeah, I, I think it is probably easier than working with others that I, other that others that I could work with, because I think there's a little bit more understanding. There's a little bit more trust. You know, when you're working with other people, you sort of need to really get to know them first, make sure you really mesh with them. And, you know, I think finding like good partners with things, you know, it can be you know, very difficult. I mean, it's sort of, you know, like 
dating or marriage or anything like that. Like, you know, it can, it's not easy necessarily to find the right pe- the right person, you know, and the same type of thing, like with uh, like a partner or something like that, like, like a, actually like a professional partner. Yeah. I mean, you need to find someone who sort of complements your skill sets, but also uh, but you're on the same page enough, you know, and you have like temperaments that work together. So, um, so yeah, yeah, that is good. Yeah. And yeah, so we, we, we worked a lot together as well. So that's part of it. We sort of always been working on things together. So I'm sure that's, that's a big, uh, aspect of this, that why we were able to work on things together now. So it's because we've sort of been doing it the whole time. Well, that's great. And it's just me reiterating what I thought earlier and mm-hmm. you kind of, you, yeah, you confirmed right. that. that that's, that's just great. And, uh-huh. uh, Glad that family can come together and uh, work on something like uh, like our upcoming production, Misspelled. Uh, yeah. So uh, before we wrap up here, uh, I'm curious, you know, uh, any particular desires for your involvement with audio theater down the road? Well, you know, um, I'm not sure. Um, I'll, I want to keep, you know, lending my voice to things in, in ways that I can. Um, yeah, if st- you know, stuff that I'm a good fit for. You know, I'm always... I'm always here. Um, yeah, I mean, no, no grand ambitions or anything. Just you know, whenever if there's a role that like really, uh, really fits me, or or if you need an extra voice for something, yeah, I'll, I'll just uh, be around to to lend lend a hand. Um, maybe I'll maybe I'll, I'll write something in the future. We'll see. But yeah, uh, yeah, we'll see. I'll just you know always be around to sort of do a little bit of you know voice work, uh, yeah, as needed, as it could be helpful. But if we ever needed a WAOB audio theater video game, we could reach out mm. to you for that. Potentially, yeah, potentially. you potentially could. Okay, yeah, because yeah. <laughs> well, uh, we'll see. We'll see what's in store down the road for you for audio theater, and uh, I want to make sure I thank you for taking some time out of your schedule to uh, be with sure. us on the show. Sure. Yeah. Well, thanks for thanks for having me. Uh, come on. Ladies and gentlemen, we've been talking with Matthew Watechko, one of our voice actors, one of our volunteers for audio theater. I invite you to visit our webpage or go to our YouTube channel and look up Imaginary Twin and be on the lookout for Misspelled, which will be coming out in the end of the summer 2021. And uh, hopefully that'll be an experience for everyone, especially those who were involved, like Matthew, who will get to hear himself roof and woof. And uh, we'll see how it uh, we'll see how it all plays out. But again, thanks, Matthew, for being with us. And I want to thank the listeners for taking time to tune in to this episode of The Table of Content. Until next time, be good, stay safe, peace. Peace.